Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to a Monday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Daniel is our producer today. Uh, we are awaiting Billy Napier's presser. Uh, for Missouri, a team that has been playing very good football and will have uh, some motivation in this game against Florida, for sure. We'll tell you about that as we go on here. All right, Billy Napier is at the podium. Shane will be here. We will take your questions, calls, and comments after Billy Napier speaks. Uh, And uh, let's get to Billy now and – have his comments as they get set to play Missouri. Start putting up security here. <laughs> All right, guys. We, um, you know, I think obviously not the result we wanted in Baton Rouge Saturday night. Um, and look, we're talking the last couple of weeks here. You know, reality is we're talking about one more stop. We're talking about you know finishing one more possession. Certainly had our opportunities, and there are things that we can do better. Uh, I want to do want to compliment the players relative to the the state of mind, the mindset. Thought we were ready to compete, um, in particular early. Um, so, you know, I think you guys will have more questions about that. But reality is, here we got to turn the page really quickly and get ready for a good Missouri team. Um, sometimes when you're going through. Um, you know, trials, troubles, hardship, adversity, whatever you want to call it. Um, just talking with the staff uh, and the players earlier today. You know, I think it's it's critical at this point that, you know, you, especially for our young players, that we are a good example. You know, I was talking to the veterans in the accountability group. Don't avoid it. You know, I think you've got to lean into it. Uh, you got to attack it. Um, you got to embrace hard. You know, I think there's there's an element here to any great competitor, anyone that's had success in life, they can tell you their story and they can talk about the things that they experienced that were challenges. You know, it, it's essentially training. Um, you know, much like you train strength, train endurance, um, you're not born tough. You know, you're not, you're not born with endurance. You're not born... Um, and I think it's a test of your faith that allows you to develop faith. Uh, I do think it's a test of your character and allows you to develop character. Um, and I think challenge presents opportunity. You know, and I've, it's important that we uh, are action-oriented, solution-oriented uh, for our players. And, and you go make it happen. I think sometimes you get in these situations, you don't want to let things happen. You want to make it happen. So we've got a model for our young people. Um, every role matters. You know, we use the terms make the difference, make an impact, and be a dip, be the difference. Um, and those are two that are more important than ever right now. So Mizzou's got a good football team. Uh, they play complimentary football. Eli's done a nice job there uh, in year four. You know, they've gotten incrementally better. Um, they're getting good quarterback play. Um They've got some significant matchup players like most teams in our league do. And um, 
you know, I do think they've been opportunistic and they've won games. You know, I think LSU and Georgia being their two losses. Um, so good football team, tough place to play. Uh, going to be important for our guys to have a good week. And um, just listening to our guys earlier, I think um, they're about to work. You know, and I think there's a, an attitude that I respect from that group. So what questions do we got? After review, what were some of the things that maybe stood out to you about your defensive performance against LSU, issues, things that went wrong, and maybe what's correctable, or most correctable moving forward? Yeah, no, I do think, um, you know, I think it's much like every week. You know, I think it is uh, communication, it's alignment. You know, I think that there are fundamentals and techniques um, that can improve playing with good eye discipline, good leverage. Um, you know, LSU contributes to some of that, right? So I think obviously the quarterback's ability to escape and extend, and even when we kept him in the pocket and played coverage, he was able to get through the progression. Um, we won some matchups. We lost some matchups. You know, I do want to um, – I do feel like the effort was good. I mean, when I watch all three parts of, the, of our team, uh, I do feel like the effort was good. You know, so um, some of it is very specific. You know, there are there are times where we can help the players, and there's times where um, players have opportunities. You know, I think it's a combination of all those things. Is another mobile guy. I mean, is it too easy to say you just try to overemphasize taking that away, or, or how mm -hmm. does it? Are there adjustments that can be made schematically to? scrambling quarterbacks because there have been a lot that have victimized you over the last couple of years. Yeah, they victimize most people they play against, not just the Gators, right? So, um, you know, the athletic quarterback, um, depending on the skill around them, you know, and, and your strengths uh, can be an issue. This guy for sure has the ability on third down to escape and extend, you know, make some plays with his feet. Uh, there's no doubt about it. He's also playing really efficiently, in my opinion. They're doing a good job using their skill. Uh, they play with balance. Um, you know, they do a good job with the, the run concepts. Uh, there is some familiarity here because of our past experience with Eli. Um, so I do think they do a good job. And the quarterback has been at the, you know, he's essentially the foundation of the efficiency they've had on offense. What stands out to you about Cody Schrader? Um, yeah, low to the ground, um, you know, pretty heavy, 5'9", 214. Um, you know, the guy's got – he's got good instincts and vision. I think he, he can get small, plays with pad level and power. Um, ultimately, I think he's a guy that's been productive as a running back for a long time. Uh, and I think, I think they do a good job conceptually creating running lanes for him, and then he's able to maximize those. So – um, he's been a productive player. It's a great story. I love stories like that. I've got respect for it. Um, and certainly, you know, he's part of the challenge when you play Mizzou. For the most part, he carries the load. Uh, you've gone up against, I think this will be your fourth time against uh, Eli, um, but maybe a different wrinkle with their new offensive play caller this year. How different does the offense look? Fourth time, huh? One here, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking about seasons, not forgot we played them twice that year. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I think, um, 
There, there is some. You know, I think he's he's it's really systematic on offense. Um, I think they do a good job. They play with balance. They're committed to a run game um, that is well designed. I think the new coordinator has implemented some concepts in the throw game. They're doing a good job using the skill they got. You know, I think the back's a good player. They're getting pretty good play from a couple tight ends. And then um, I think their front is playing well. You know, I think that gets overlooked. Um, and then the skill players, the receiver, um, the receiver group has, you know, they're all a little bit different, right? And I think that they do a good job utilizing that group. The SEC, two coaches fired in the last two days, one of them with a crazy buyout, one of them without even a year on the job. Is, you, is that like life in the SEC at this level? You just got to kind of that comes with the territory? Yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, it's been that way in this league for a long time, right? So, um, and look, I think, um, you know, you know what you sign up for. You know, I think we all do. Um, but, I mean, it's part of life, right? I mean, no different, you know. The AP decides they're going to fire you one day. It comes with the territory, right? So, um, you know, we all have a job to do, right? And ultimately, I think um, you view it as a challenge. You view it as an opportunity. And, look, you know, I think you these are well-thought-out decisions. You know, you don't just flip a coin and decide to be the head coach of the Florida Gators. You know, I think for me – you you go into it with a strategy and a plan. Um, you adapt, you evolve, you adjust. Um, and we're in the middle of our process, right? So, um, you know, it, it, it's been happening for a long time that way. To that, you, you've gotten resources commitment clearly. What's your confidence in the time commitment for, with Florida? I mean, you're in the middle of it. Do you, do you feel confident in the timeline? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think um, we knew it wasn't going to be easy, you know. Um, and look, I think you have to go into it. I mean, you know, you you develop um, a skill set. You know, you're equipped. You know, these same things I'm talking about relative to our players, I can tell you I wouldn't be up here without going through a lot of tough stuff to some degree, right? So you're equipped with faith. You're equipped with um, discipline, you know, your ability to come up with solutions. And you got to be tough-minded. You know, you got to have endurance. you got to be able to persevere. Um, you got to surround yourself with really good people, you know. And I think ultimately, um, you know, it's not like you thought we're going to run the table the first year. And, you know, I mean, it's just it, it is what it is. Right. So I think we have to continue to be action oriented, solution oriented. Um, and and I do believe in what we do and how we do it. You know, I mean, I think there's a, there's always adjustments that are required. Uh, but we have tremendous leadership here. Uh, top down, we have great resources. This is a, we have a tremendous product to sell. Um, this place has done it before, uh, and I'm I'm firmly confident that we're capable of doing it again. You've coached a lot of really good receivers. I've been around them, recruited them. Ricky's closing in on a thousand yards here. Uh, hadn't been done since 2002 here. 
what what kind of season does he have? I mean, I wouldn't say it's quiet, but I mean, he's really putting up some pretty impressive performances one after the other. Yeah, no, Ricky's, um, I don't want to say underrated because I think he's pretty highly regarded out there. You know, I know the National Football League feels that way. Um, you know, Ricky, in my opinion, is a product of a lot of work. He's highly skilled. Uh, he can win at the line of scrimmage. He can win at the top of the route. Um, he has good awareness. You know, he understands coverage and leverage. Um, and he's run routes. He's to a point in his career where he has a good understanding of what, you know, we're trying to do conceptually. You know, and he's create creative. Um, his hand selection is outstanding. Um, and I think he's going to test a lot better than people anticipate. You know, this guy's a 40-inch vertical. He's short shuttle, uh, L-drill. Those numbers will be impressive. You know, he'll run well. He's bigger than you think, you know. So, um, Ricky, he's up there. You know, I've coached some good players. The, the, I'll tell you what I really appreciate about Ricky Pearsall is the consistency and the person that shows up every day, right? His attitude, his en energy, his leadership. Uh, he's a tough dude, and he's not, you know, he has values. He has, um, he's equipped with some things that allow him to be really consistent as a performer. So uh, he'll be a great pro. He'll play for a long time. Billy, has the portal changed, do you think, the patience that schools have with their coaches because there's so many players coming and going. And how does that change perspectives, do you think, on on patience with coaches? You know, I I think it's just more it's more coverage, right? It's more drama. Um, you know, I think it's just another element to strategy, right, relative to what you're going to do. You know, I think um, – and it's new, right? So there's not a, a huge sample size of evidence relative to what works and what doesn't work. Um, so um, I do think that, you know, our game continues to evolve, and it's important that you keep up. You know, I do I think there's an element to that, you know. Um, but ultimately, we've got conviction about how we do it. We're going to we're gonna do I think it's much like the National Football League. In my opinion, you're talking about you want to build your team through the draft, you know, and you want to uh, each offseason you're evaluating the depth on your team, the impact players, the immediate, where do you need immediate presence, and that's the NFL free agency model, right? So I think we're living in a world that's very much the same, you know. So you throw NIL into that equation, and now you're, you're living in a salary cap model, right? You know, um, the problem is we have no contracts. You know, our drafted players have no contracts. You know, I'd like to know that we had them for four or five years. Uh, so the instability, um, you know, I think is magnified, you know. Um, and I think that when, since when have college fan bases been patient? Okay, that's what I'd like to know, right? So, um, you know, everywhere I've been, the fan base is impatient in my life, you know, and, and I've got two brothers that are high school coaches. My dad coached high school football. At what point do you have to start re-recruiting your own guys? Yeah, 
I mean, I, I feel good about the player experience here. Um, there's going to be attrition now, just so we all understand, right? I mean, that's that's a product of the environment that we've created at this level, right? So you used to anticipate, you know, a half dozen guys a year. Now you probably anticipate twice as many, right? So some of which you anticipate happening, some maybe you don't anticipate happening, right? So, um, you know, I probably would say if if you're on the fence, you know, hey, maybe this is not the right place for you. But I'd be different if I didn't have confidence in the experience of the scholar athlete here. The player experience here, I think, is second to none. So when you talk, start talking about the degree, the alumni network, uh, the experiences that are available through GatorMade uh, from a life skills player development standpoint, the the resources that we have to offer from a facility standpoint, infrastructure standpoint, um, location, you know, game day, tough place to tough place to beat. So, you know, I, I think there's an element to that, you know, but I also think that life's pretty good at, at UF right now. Offense to this point, just how it's progressed to the year and kind of established an identity. Yeah, I think you know most weeks I'd like to have one or two more scores a game, you know, and I think ultimately I'm evaluating it by within the play, within the possession. Um, I think we're sound, you know, in what we do. Um, we have developed more consistency. You know, I think early on we had some issues. We had some struggles. I do think we've developed some consistency. Uh, we've also developed some, some players, some guys that have were backups, that have gotten experience, that have improved, whether that's the two freshman tight ends or Jake Slaughter or we get Cam Waits back, um, you know, you know, Trey Wilson gains confidence and gets experience, whatever the case may be. So I think players have improved. Uh, we're getting a little bit more consistency across the board, and that's allowed us to be a little bit more effective. So, um, you know, we're, you know, we need to play better complementary football. You know, ultimately that's our issue, right? It has nothing to do with just one unit. You know, I think we have to put – all parts of our team together at this point where we're at, you know, that's, that's the issue, right? It's the defense shows up and the offense doesn't, you know, and I'm not just week to week, but half to half, you know, or quarter to quarter, right? So uh, we, we consistency is what we're seeking. Uh, and I do think we need to continue to develop players, right? We need to see improvement from players, um, and we need to eliminate some of the mistakes that have nothing to do with the opponent. You know, I mean, I think that's my struggle. That's what I think about. You know, I mean, I think I can handle uh, some of the matchups that we get positioned in. And, hey, look, it is what it is. But some of these things that we can help, you know, uh, that's what I'm consumed with right now. Uh, Kingsley and Devin missed the game the other night, and Austin was a little dinged up during. Could you provide an update on those guys? And when it comes to Kingsley and Devin having missed uh, different periods of time this year, is there any consideration to shut them down at this point? 
Um, no. Um, uh, Devin is um, Devin's injury happened Thursday during practice. That's why we it wasn't reported, right? So we're we're pretty transparent when it comes to injuries. Wednesday, you'll know where we're at. Uh, between now and then, we're going to work on getting as many players available as we can. All right. Thank you, Coach. Thanks. All right. You got it. Billy Napier finishing his presser. Uh, and we will now open phone lines for you alongside the Gator QB, Shane Matthews. I'm Steve Russell. Daniel Haviv is our producer today. So call us up, 392-8255. You can also email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Well, Shane, I guess to put a bow on LSU and look ahead to uh, to Missouri, uh, look, you got to tip your hat to Daniels. He's a tremendous, tremendous player. And Florida has given up in the last two LSU games over 1,200 yards to LSU. Mm, that's a lot. So say what you want about the offense or whatever. Defensively, they don't handle LSU real well. No. And we've had, what, against LSU, we've had over 800 yards of offense. Yeah. So, look, Jaden Daniels, in my opinion, is clearly the Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, I just don't know how you don't give it to him. I think he's clearly the best football player in America. Um, I mean, it was a track meet, and we couldn't keep up. All right, let's get some emails here while we can. Uh Mark says Vegas had us at 5.5 wins preseason. Often here we're right where we should be. However, in that calculus, it's fair to say Vegas thought we were getting the Wisconsin version of Mertz. He's far exceeded that. He's played well enough for us to win seven at a minimum. I think that's where Gator fans are frustrated. Your thoughts? Well, I feel like we, we should should never have lost the Arkansas game. Uh, I, think, I think Gator fans need to be uh, – very lucky that we have Graham Mertz. Could you imagine if we didn't have Graham Mertz playing right now? Yeah. Um, John says, I'm so tired of coaches like Kiffin, Stoops, and Beamer whining about recruiting. Disrespects your current players. It's an excuse for their own lack of producing results. Ultimately, it's part of the job they're responsible for. They should take responsibility and quit making excuses. Excuses. I get that, and it's not a good – it's funny. We were, Jen and I were just talking about this. But I understand Lane Kiffin in that, hey, give me you know equal uh, I'll beat you, mm-hmm. but we can't compete monetarily with Georgia. We can't compete monetarily with LSU. I think that's the point he was trying to make. Yeah. Now let's be honest. Lane does not recruit. No, uh, he goes portal. What like nineteen of his starters came out of the portal. Uh, Lane's a good. He can dial up some plays. He can do some crazy stuff at, at times, but. Here's the deal. Um, the best players in America are going to the best programs that are pretty much in the hunt for the 14 playoffs, Steve. I don't know how that's going to change. Now, I believe parity has gotten better across of the country due to the transfer portal. There's a lot of teams that have really helped their team. Uh, Charles says the Gator secondary didn't tackle poorly because they never got close to him. Looked like he was just cruising, never had to put the pedal to the metal. I know what that means. Um, maybe about uh, Daniels. But, but here's, here's the thing to that. It did not look good, but he's done that to every team he's played this year. Yep. Um, and then uh, I, I got an email, which is too long to read. Uh, William says, curious to whether Shane's changed his opinion on our corners, particularly Kimber. 
When I think it can't get any worse, it does. What I can't understand beyond just how guys can be that bad is if you're caught flat-footed, don't you let the guy blow by you, take the 15-yarder, tackle him, don't give up the, the long TD. A lot of lies were told about 3-8, and eight. numbers 3-8. and eight. It won't happen, but I'd love to see Jackson and more exclusively from now on. If those two are so bad they can't take 3-8 and eight spot, well, we have even bigger issues. Well, Jackson got in, and I think he gave up a big play as well. Look, here, here's the thing. I, I don't look at the secondary like everybody else does because I know how hard it is to play back there. The, the, it, it turns into seven-on-seven seven people. If you cannot affect the opposing quarterback, I mean, Steve, we could I, we could go out there, you and I, and complete balls. Um, look, here's the deal. I was thinking about this today. Defensively, in the last four or five years, has have we had anybody go to the next level, meaning the National Football League, that's been a – superstar or a all like a starter i can't think of one grenard okay grenard he was a transfer yeah but not a super i mean but he's a good solid he comes to mind i mean the only guy that i can think of is anzalone and that was back in muschamp's days but but nobody there's nobody we we've got to we've got to have better players on that side of the ball but it all starts up front we have not had a great front seven or sec caliber front seven and i can't remember how long 1227, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We'll open the phone lines up for you. Sports scene, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The Road River Boys Ranch, a terrific local charity housed in Palatka. What it does is very simple. It takes... Your unused or unwanted vehicles that you donate, and they'll take just about anything. And they take these vehicles, and they have young men, young boys from at-risk young ba- or at-risk backgrounds take these vehicles and fix them, repair them, and resell them. This is how they learn real-life skills. And remember, your donations are tax-deductible. So if you have an unwanted vehicle of just about any kind, please consider a donation to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. Your donation does go a long way. You can find out more by Googling Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org, rbr.org. At the Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, there's always excitement around football, family, and the first hint of the fall season. Family owned and operated since 1975, the Wood Stove is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas, and electric stoves and fireplaces. Visit our showroom today to see our large selection of contemporary and traditional styles. Give your fireplace a facelift with our custom glass doors, screens, tool sets, and more. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, downtown Gainesville. Or visit woodstoveflorida.com. This is Ernie Johnson Jr. Sports is about overcoming obstacles. And college coaches work hard to help young men overcome Duchenne muscular dystrophy. It's called Coach to Cure MD and you can help. Text the word CURE to 501-501 to donate $25 on your next mobile phone bill. Or go online to coachtocuremd.org. Text the word CURE to 501-501. Help coaches cure MD. Sponsored by the American Football Coaches Association. Texting and data rates may apply. Where is your pain? Knees? Hips? Back? 
Don't let it sideline you any longer. And don't let them tell you surgery is your only option. Call QC Kinetics now for the future of pain relief. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, restoring and repairing damaged joint tissue the natural way. This is the science of using properties from your own body to bring you lasting relief with no drugs and no downtime. QC Kinetics is trusted by patients all over America, over 150 clinics nationwide with advanced protocols that can get you moving again. Get started now so you can live big in 2024. Talk about a great use of your FSA and HSA. Put them to work getting you the relief you need so badly. These new advanced regenerative treatments are getting amazing reviews. Let the medical pros at QC Kinetics give you the better path toward that pain-free life. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. Top tier tree specialists specializes in tree removal, tree trimming, tree pruning, stump grinding, debris hauling, and emergency tree service. We are experts in storm recovery and have the team and the proper equipment to provide you with professional results. Trust your tree service needs to the experts at Top Tier Tree Specialists. And don't wait for disaster to strike. Visit us online at toptiertreespecialists.com. Licensed and insured for your protection. Is your HR department overwhelmed? What about payroll? Are you having a hard time finding quality workers' compensation? You need WHR Associates. WHR Associates provides a pay-as-you-go workers' compensation program with a low deductible. Employee benefits, payroll, and workers' compensation management will be handled with ease. No client is too small. Visit whrassociates.com for a free no-obligation quote. Call now, 800-869-5606. 800-869-5606. It's time for your UF Bookstore break, right here on Sports Scene with me, Steve Russell. Give me a break. Give me a break. Log on to WRUF.com and sign up to win a $25 gift card to the UF Bookstore in the Wright Union. Just our way of gearing you up and saying thank you right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Gray skies hanging around today. Temperatures on the cooler side only getting into the lower to mid-70s. We'll have a breeze develop as well, gusting to about 15 miles an hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy skies. Lows tomorrow morning in the upper 50s and lower 60s. Even more gusty tomorrow afternoon with winds to about 20 miles an hour. High temperatures tomorrow in the lower to mid-70s. From UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. The Gators are here. Driving kick in the corner. Three. Richard. Good, good, good. Got it to beat the buzzer. Sinks, catches, pump fake, shoots, banked it in and won. This is Gator Country. Throws out wing left. Kugel for three from the sideline. Good. Deep three is splashed home. This is Florida basketball. Chop this one up for the Gators. On the Gators Sports Network. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Talking the talk and walking the walk. 
You are listening to Florida's preeminent sports radio station. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Silverback Concrete knows you only have one chance to make a building that holds up to the highest standard, and that's why they're the number one choice. You stand on it, we stand by it. Silverback Concrete's got your back. Welcome back to our program here. Don't forget, you can hear us on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and watch us. Get your QB&I on the Cox Cable System, Channel 6. Daryl, hello. How's it going, guys? Good. Hey, I listen to you, Bob and Steve, and the chain. I listen, you know, quite a bit while I'm on the road. But um, I noticed that the other coaches say Kirby, and then it's kind of hard to keep comparing to those programs. And then Coach Saban, um, they use coaches in rehab. You know, coaches have been fired or coaches whatever to come in and be an analyst. Some of those, instead of the younger people that we have here as analysts, you know, my opinion is probably to try to get maybe some of those coaches that's been, you know, let go of other programs. Like right now, Coach uh, Muschamp is back with Georgia, but he's there as, as, as an analyst, and I think he's an assistant now, but he originally was an analyst. They was like Kippen and the guy, the coach at uh, Texas, they went to, you know, Alabama as analysts um, to help, you know, um, the defensive coordinator with some of this. Maybe I don't want to say he's over his head, but we are looking like, oof. But uh, on defense, you know, what about maybe some of those coaches? I heard you say today that Coach Pippen might be at uh, Arkansas, might be, you know, let go. You know, maybe get on the offensive line. I think he's an offensive line coach is, is, is uh, where he made his money at. Um, he's going in and maybe getting there to help be another eye, a more experienced eye, especially in this conference. No, I agree. I, I brought that up on my show. You know, when you look at the, you know, I mean, they have some young analysts at Alabama too. But you had the Charlie Strong's, the Bill O'Brien's, right. Sarkeesian, right. Kiffin, and so on. Uh, now, I don't know what Alabama's paying those guys. Um, also, they go there because they know that they're probably going to get another opportunity to be a head coach, uh, coaching under Saban. That helps. But right. yeah, I, I hear you. I, I, we don't have any guys that have that type of. Whether it's good experience or bad experience, we don't have them on this staff. Yeah, even Mike Loxley was at Alabama at one point. No, mm-hmm. he's at uh-huh. Maryland. So, but um, yeah, let's just, I just think maybe having another eye, more experienced eye, because he's young. But man, we're looking, and then on on top of the secondary, I understand what you're saying, Shane, um, about. But it was a lot of effort. If you go back and look at some of these highlights, especially number three, I mean, I like him, but he he just she just whipped that one play, just gave up on it. You know, that's effort. No, I agree. I mean, if if you're not give, if you that's one thing that you can control, whether the other team's right. bigger, stronger, and faster, and you can control your effort. All right, Daryl, right, thank absolutely. you for your call. I appreciate we it. Appreciate it, Matt. Welcome to the show. I was not a big Corey Raymond fan, Steve. Saturday when I called you, but cooler heads have prevailed, and you talked some sense into me. You know, unless you can get some sort of pressure on the quarterback. You're just, you know, you can't give somebody five seconds. You know, you can have Dion back there. They're still going to kill you. With that being said, Napier has got to hit a home run, a bunch of them in the portal, like immediately. And in order for him to keep his job, he's going to have to upgrade significantly on both lines of scrimmage. Shane, you had me thinking earlier. You you came up with a list of schools that just had more money than we did, and 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 I think that there's a there's a bigger problem. Not play calling or recruiting or 
it's the culture of Florida. And people are talking about fire Scott. I like Scott. I think he's handcuffed a little bit, too. And I think one of the bigger issues that we're dealing with is that a long time ago, Florida decided that they're really going to focus more on academics. You can't get into Florida. I mean, my daughter's a legacy. She's a national merit. And she couldn't, I mean, it's difficult to get in. So there's just, you're getting students that could really care less about football. And it's starting to show financially. I mean, we're turning into another Emory. And Emory doesn't even have football. They don't care. And I know that's a deep dive, but I do think that is somewhat of an issue. Oxford or Starkville, you know, they care deeply because you have generations of kids going there. And that's dying at the University of Florida. And I think that's going to come back to hurt us in the end. Now, is there a lot of money at UF? Sure. But they don't care. We don't care about football as much as other schools do. And and that that hurts my heart to say that. But I'll let y'all chew on that, and uh, we'll talk to you guys All later. Right, Matt, thank you. Uh, I would also just ask very uh, uh, respectfully when you call, just get to your point quickly. We've got lots of emails and lots of calls to take. Uh, Garrett, hello. Hey, Steve. i got two questions, one for you, one for Shane. I'll start with, with you on the defensive side. Three years of completely disappointing defense and three different coordinators. So what has to change, you think, going into next year? Talent. Talent. I mean, yeah, I would say, I mean, like our secondary, that was, yes, Jaden Daniels ran all over us, but, like, our our secondary is atrocious. It's, I not, mean, it's just, not just the secondary. Yeah, it's everything. It's everything. And I, I, I made this point a lot, Garrett. When you go back at the preseason and you look at the all-SEC teams that the coaches voted on, zero mm-hmm. from Florida on the first team, zero from Florida on the second team, on the third team, there was Jason Marshall. I think there were three. So what does right, that tell Prince you? Princely was one of them. No, he was not. He was not. No. So what does that tell you? It tells us that we stink talent-wise. Well, it has to be an <laughs> upgrade or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, okay. and Shane, the 85-yard Jaden Daniels run, did you not see the, the holding call that they, they replayed there? That was how is that missed there? Well, they, I mean, there's a penalty on every play. It just depends on if it's called or not. Uh, look, I don't get into the, the officiating because we've got our, our breaks as well. Uh, I mean, whether we they hold us or not, we probably ain't tackling them. Yeah, I, and, I mean, two fistfuls of jersey. That that's a yeah, but Garrett, that time. that I, when I hear that, I, I just cringe because first of all, it's selective. You're going to tell me there's no penalty that Florida committed that the officials missed. And secondly, it tends to even out. But I get it. Fandom, you know, you, you, you look at your school and you look at the things that the officials missed that, that didn't help you. But I'm just telling you, it, that, that didn't win or lose the game. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. All right. All right thank they, you for your call. You got it. Gator Man, what's up? What's going on? I ain't going to hold you guys too long. I'm just going to get you the top 10 things that need to be done to fix this awful defense. Number 10, I think they need to hire a uh, co- co- coordinator defensively. Number nine, they need to recruit somebody that can get close to the quarterback. Number eight, they need to recruit somebody that can get close to the receiver. Number seven, please, they need to quit jumping around before the ball is snapped. If you're no man when the ball is snapped, you ain't you can't do nobody any good. Number six, 100 push-up for every missed tackle, please. <laughs> number five, 100 push-up for every busted coverage. Number four, show a little pride in your school. 
Number three, quit acting like this is not tackle football. Number two, somebody need to get in these guys' grill when they come off that field. And number one, the fans are sick and tired of hearing we will do better next week. Be like Nike. Just do it. You guys have a good day. Gator man, thank you. A lot of push-ups be going on. Yeah, you darn right. They be doing push-ups still now. Uh, ice cream Joe, hello. Hey, thanks for taking my call. How are y'all doing, fellas? Good. Hey, I just wanted to say, you know, hats off to that offense out there. Is uh, you know, they gave it the old college try. They went after it as best they could, and I uh, really wish that defense could have picked them up. Is uh, you know, maybe they'll get around to playing a little harder at some point. But on a positive note, is uh, you know, the weather's getting cooler, and the redfish are biting, and the and the trout are biting, and those hogs are starting to hit the bushes. So there's other things on the horizon. All right, thank you for your call, Joe. Um, Let's see here. Russell says these players need to be taught what the word commitment means. I'm not sure. I don't know what that means. What that means. Uh, I, I don't think. Let me ask you because you were there. Mm-hmm. Did you see any sense of them not playing hard? I thought we played real hard. I mean, Tate, Tate usually a couple times, usually early in the game, he'll give us a report of like just the vibe on the sideline. And he thought, you know, there's a lot of energy there. And, and from the press box, uh, looked like we played hard to me. They looked like a, on television. It did. David and Valdosta uh, ask you. Billy's offense has had twenty six possessions, eight, ten, and eight, and without a touchdown during the three game losing streak. Why is he wasting so many drives to conservative play calling, such as running on first and second down? So I guess we should just pass it, David, on every down. Um, look, we're one of the best teams in America in the red zone. You know, you're not going to score touchdowns every time. And granted, as a play caller and a guy who played and called plays, you always second guess when things don't work. I mean, I, I, you know, people call my show, Steve, complaining about the offense. And look, you're not going to score every drive. The, the, the best teams in America, I mean, look, watch the Kansas City Chiefs. They got the best quarterback in the world with the best play caller, and they have to punt or kick field goals. It just, Offense is not this team's problem, people. No, not right now. And he says they averaged 29 points per game during the losing streak, but they needed a minimum of 40. Well, okay, then <laughs> point the arrow at the, the other, other side of the ball. Yeah. They're scoring enough. Brian, hello. Hey, hey Steve and Shane. Hey, uh, let me get right to the point. Um, Shane, you always talk about defensive line as the key to the defense. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think if we had a little bit more pressure on the uh, on the Quarterback the other night, there would have been coverage sacks. I mean, or did our defensive backs hold the hold the receivers for like three to five seconds? It's I mean, hard. Would there have been? I mean, it's hard to say, but I mean, if you can affect the quarterback now, what Jaden Daniels does such a tremendous job, and Jalen Milrow at Alabama, sometimes I believe they watch the rush. They don't even look downfield. I think they they drop back, go one thousand one one thousand two. Where's a running lane? I'm gone because I'm going to be faster than anybody chasing us. Well, I firmly believe I mean, they he do that. In the, he was in the pocket for like six seconds looking downfield. There was no, no one open. He took off and ran. I mean, that, that's what I was looking at. Defensive line, there was just no push. There was no pocket. There was no collapse of a pocket. Yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. We'd rush three or four. He'd have all day. He'd still make plays. We blitzed. He made play. Look, he's the best player in America. Nobody's going to yeah, convince me yeah, otherwise. No he's one – He. He is – Lamar Jackson was the best running quarterback I ever saw in college. I personally think he's better than Lamar. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. All, All right, right. Have Ryan, a good day. thank you. Appreciate your call. 1245 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jillery. More coming on Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Trot Kirschmark. Gators football is preparing for its next game at Missouri following a 17-point loss at LSU. While the offense put up an impressive performance in Death Valley, the Gator defense could not get off the field, giving up 701 total yards, the most in program history. On to the hardwood, where the Florida women's basketball team will host Florida A&M tonight. After starting the season 2-0, the Gators will look to keep the hot start going against the Rattlers. Coverage begins right here at 7.40. Gators Volleyball is preparing for its next game at Missouri following a three-set sweep of Alabama. Freshman Kennedy Martin led the way for the Gators with 18 kills, with senior A.C. Fitzpatrick right behind, posting 17 kills of her own. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Trock Kirschmar. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Friends, I have money-saving news for Florida health care workers and their families from my health care federal credit union. Well, guess what? It's now FICARE Federal Credit Union, a different name, same great people, same location, and same great service, the bank I've been doing my business at for over 30 years. For example, does your current checking account pay you? FICARE will pay up to 5% with no monthly fees. And if you switch, you can get some other money-saving tips as well. So do what I do and switch your banking to FICARE Federal Credit Union. You can find them online at FICAREFCU.org. That's FICAREFCU.org. Mike Lester believes a good financial advisor helps you map out a plan for each step of your retirement without taking a commission. Mike also happens to be the founder of Talon Wealth and is on a mission to help those near and in retirement protect and grow their nest egg. And he's ready to prove it with a Talon Satisfaction Guarantee. It's pretty simple for any new client that hires Talon to actively manage their portfolio. If you aren't satisfied after one year, for any reason, Talon will refund 100% of your advisor fees. Yep, that's right. For any new client that hires Talon to actively manage their portfolio, if you aren't satisfied after one year, for any reason at all, Talon will refund 100% of your advisor fees. Call 352-751-3200 to learn more about Talon's satisfaction guarantee. That's 352-751-3200 or visit guardingyournesteg.com. Advisory services through Talon Private Wealth and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Florida License D056341. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge auto repair shop. Now looking for qualified auto mechanics to join their growing team. If you're a self-motivated worker with an attitude for excellence, Bush Auto Repair is looking for you. Enjoy competitive pay and a family working environment where they've been keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call 352-372-0372. That's 372-0372 now or at ChuckBushAutoRepair.com. At the Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, there's always excitement around football, family, and the first hint of the fall season. Family owned and operated since 1975, the Wood Stove is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas, and electric stoves and fireplaces. Visit our showroom today to see our large selection of contemporary and traditional styles. Give your fireplace a facelift with our custom glass doors, screens, tool sets, and more. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, downtown Gainesville. Or visit woodstoveflorida.com. 
When was the last time you had a truly awesome nursery experience? A nursery and garden center with a huge selection and friendly expert advice. We're talking about Quality Green specialists in Deland. At Quality Green, we have your favorite plants, fruit trees, flowers, vegetables, and herbs. Plus, with our 8011 fertilizer, organic azomite, and composted soil, your garden will look its very best. Great plants, sustainable products, friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, Deland, and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. The head ball coach scores again. Steve Spurrier's head beer coach, 1966 American Lager, is now available everywhere at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Smooth and refreshing with just enough of a crisp finish. Also available at most places you buy beer. If you don't see it, ask for it. A beer made by Gators for Gators. Make a great play and enjoy a cold one today. Steve Spurrier's head beer coach, 1966 American Lager. Please drink responsibly. Is your HR department overwhelmed? What about payroll? Are you having a hard time finding quality workers' compensation? You need WHR Associates. WHR Associates provides a pay-as-you-go workers' compensation program with a low deductible. Employee benefits, payroll, and workers' compensation management will be handled with ease. No client is too small. Visit whrassociates.com for a free no-obligation quote. Call now, 800-869-5606, 800-869-5606. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on the ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Looking for the best pizza in town? Head on over to Leonardo's Millhopper. The pizza and garlic knots are incredible, and we'll have you coming back for more. When you're there, make sure you talk to Kyle, the owner, and tell him Shane sent you. Welcome back to Sports Scene. Uh, I don't know the name here. Uh, it says... Shane, when you're watching the game from a quarterback perspective, looking at the defense, is it positional problem as well as talent? Are you talking about our defense? Yes. Oh, um, I think it's it can be a combination of both. I don't think we're as big and strong as some of the teams we face. Um, but again, this this has been going on for a while defensively. I know this from watching guys like you play all these years. You are much better on defense, especially in the back end when the quarterback isn't sitting there and scanning the field Mm -hmm. looking for open receivers. That's what's happening now. You cannot expect coverage to last that long. You know, and we've talked about it on this show, Steve. It's, uh, you know, before Coach Spurrier got here, and I don't like to go back, I mean, that's 30 something years ago, but Florida always just had dudes on defense. We, I mean, I can't think of the last like dude. No, especially up front. Yeah, not not there. PG, hello. <clears throat> hey guys. Um, so yeah, I'm actually thinking like, what if Merckx wasn't playing as well as he is, 
right? Oh. I thought about that. And then I also thought you guys were talking about that, but I also thought, what if this team wasn't playing hard? Because, you know, there's not a lot to play for, you know, except for the motivation and, and give Billy credit for that. The guys still play hard. I mean, there was a couple times in the secondary I thought guys weren't running as hard once they had the bad angle, but overall those dudes are out there playing hard, but take Mertz out or take, you know, take the effort out and you might have a two or three win team because a lot has gone wrong. And, uh, you know, looking forward, you got to hit the portal harder because I don't see, and this is my question for you guys, I'm make it short and sweet, how just saying, oh, a year from now, all three phases of the defense are going to be better. Because I, I just don't see a dude. And those dudes are in Florida. They're all over Florida, within 300 miles. I understand they don't have to be a five-star. And you got I think Billy and his staff does evaluate well from what I've seen some of the better players on the team. But how, how on defense do you, do you get better in 24, in year three? And I'll take it off the air. Appreciate it. Thank you. The portal yeah i agree i don't know how many high school guys are going to come in here and help you it's, it's bad you know if you had if you were a decent defense you need to plug in this outside linebacker or this safety you could probably do that with with some high school studs but i i think you got to go do whatever you i'm more i i would i know you want to build your program with high school kids i get that and i know kirby's done a great job with it but where we are right now i feel like for next year you got to go try to find the best players especially on defense and the line of scrimmage on both sides that you can find. All right, let's get some emails here. Um, Donald says he turned to watch a football game. By halftime, uh, he says LSU has no class. They won but are not winners. Uh, Gators being taught good values, unlike LSU. Their quarterback seems to rise above it, but the rest of them are bums. What is it? Where did you get I that from? Do, I have no idea. I'm just reading the email. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Jonesy says, I can't predict the future, um, but Texas A&M, we see Coach Napier building highly successful recruiting classes, which we see might be built for success in the future. However, we see sometimes that doesn't work, like Jimbo Fisher. Do you feel what Coach Napier is doing is going to be successful for the future? I mean, we hope so. I mean, we we can't read, you know, look into the future and predict it. Um, were you surprised they got rid of Jimbo? No. The timing of it surprised me. But if you listen to the athletic director, you know, he, he looked into the crystal ball. They had made up their minds. Yeah, and said this isn't going to get better. So why wait? Now, the whole Mississippi State thing well, is interesting. It is, but – like I said, I haven't watched a whole lot of Mississippi State, but I think the biggest mistake, and I know when coaches are hired, you want to r- bring in your own people, but, boy, they messed up a good thing on offense. Yeah, they did. With with a kid that should be the all-time leading passer in yes. the league and history. It's, and it's funny, it, it's been flipped because at Texas A&M, they were getting great recruits and not a lot of result. They only had, with Arnett's, one four-star kid. That's it. They, they just aren't getting the top recruits, and that was part of the reason they said they got rid of him. And I'm also with you. You know, Arnett knew the air raid. He knew what Rodgers could do, and Arnett was on that staff. Mm-hmm. And I get when you're a head coach, you want to put your own stamp on things, but... I thought I read somewhere, too, where Leach had, 
you know, before he, he passed away, had already had some like, I don't say guaranteed contracts, but some extensions for all those offensive guys. And supposedly Arnett kind of, well, he, he fired them all, yeah. but that kind of rubbed people the wrong way. Porter, hello. Hey, uh, Steve and Shane, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I want to ask a quick question about rules. Uh, Shane, I don't know, I know it's different sometimes between college and pro and so forth, but when, you know, 40 years ago when I learned on punts, the, only the gunners could leave, the, the outermost player on each side of the line of scrimmage um, could leave before the ball was punted. And with the rugby punt and so forth, I see guys going uh, almost immediately down, and yet sometimes they call and they'll uh, are, you know, leaving early, and sometimes they don't. Is, is there a is, – is, do you know what the rule is? Is there an exception for how you're punting, whether the, the center and lineman can leave early or not? Because it seems – it, it, sometimes it seems like it's a blatant as, as, a, as I knew it growing up, and then sometimes they just don't call it. I'm just curious about that. I'll take it off here. Thanks. All right, Peter, thank you. Um, I used to know this. Uh, obviously, your gunner and your snapper can go as soon as he snaps it. I, I still think. I mean, first of all, you got to protect is one thing. I mean, you can't just your your up backs everything can't just go. They got to protect. So, I, I'm still pretty sure it's just your gunners and your snapper that can leave as soon as the ball is snapped. I'm not, like I said, I don't know the rules of special teams very well. The uh, last. Joe says, when I played high school ball back in the day, the coach would stress having a roll call at the ball carrier. With a Gator D, most of the time, it was only one, sometimes no one. Not much gang tackling. They did do a great job on the goal line stand. Um, Hard to gang tackle when that guy makes everybody miss. Yep, and I don't know the name here. It says, is defense losing anybody due to used-up eligibility, or is everyone back next year? Um, Princely's a senior, right? I think so, yeah, Um, but not many. Hour two coming up. Stay with us. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You know International Diamond Center is the best place to buy diamonds and fine jewelry. But did you also know IDC will buy from you? Diamonds, heirloom jewelry, estate jewelry, Swiss watches, coins. Don't be afraid to come in and get a price on something that maybe it's an heirloom that you want to sell or you're just checking to see the price. IDC owner Keith LeClaire has a vast network of collectors and buyers around the world. So IDC can always find a market for your jewelry. We always pay a very strong price to buy. There's a resale market that's there and we pay top dollar for top merchandise. We have people all over the world that we sell to. So some collectors are going to pay way more than any consumer is going to pay. We'll give you the best possible price, no games played, and you'll get the check or the cash, whatever one you want. Let IDC appraise what's in your jewelry box. You might get a pleasant surprise. Sometimes they come in, they have no idea what's there, and then all of a sudden they walk out with a $28,000 check. International Diamond Center, online at shopidc.com. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge auto repair shop. Now looking for qualified auto mechanics to join their growing team. If you're a self-motivated worker with an attitude for excellence, Bush Auto Repair is looking for you. Enjoy competitive pay and a family working environment. 
where they've been keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call 352-372-0372. That's 372-0372 now. Or at ChuckBushAutoRepair.com. Severe weather hits Gainesville. WRUF's Hurricane Storm Center is there for you. For the latest information regarding severe tropical weather, listen live, online, or on the WRUF radio app. For a complete rundown of hurricane emergency services and pre-storm preparedness, check out the WRUF Storm Center at WRUF.com. A courtesy of Caribbean Electric, Conrad Tree Service, and Radiant Credit Union. If you don't have insurance through your job, you can still get quality health coverage through the Federal Health Insurance Marketplace. Not sure where to begin? A navigator can help you cut through the clutter and find a plan that's right for you. There's no obligation and the help is always free. It's easy. Just visit CoveringFlorida.org. Open enrollment ends on January 15th, so don't wait. Visit CoveringFlorida.org. That's CoveringFlorida.org. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM. WRUF. At Titan MRI, no insurance is no problem. And Titan MRI has the same day scheduling available. Call them up. Start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene. Daniel's our producer today alongside the Gator QB, Shane Matthews. I'm Steve Russell. As you listen, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and watch us locally on the Cox Cable System in Gainesville. Speaking of that, that's a collector's item you have on today, Steve. That's vintage. Let me tell you. Is that Dick Enberg's back in the NBC Sports days? Well, here's the thing. You've been in my office, right? I got stuff hanging there from back in the day. It's so damn cold in here. I had to wear this today. It's freezing in here. So that's you probably get a lot of money for that. Yeah, I don't know, but it's serving the purpose. It's nice and warm, and it's it's good. Um, all right. Well, the open phone lines three nine two eight two five five. You can email uh, s russell at wruf dot com. Uh, Tony, you'll start. Hi, Tony. Hey guys, how's it going? Um, I think that that uh, email they're talking about commitment. I think he was talking about this two recruits that the Gators lost over the weekend. Uh, one of them being a five-star edge rusher. So that's a little red flag to keep, a, keep an eye on, gentlemen. Hopefully it doesn't get any worse. Um, hey, Steve, remember last week I talked about political capital. Saturday is a loss. Not only losing to LSU, that's not that big a deal. They're a talent to Baltimore. But the manner in which you lost it with that defensive performance setting up all these types of bad records, that chips away at that political capital, Steve. So, uh Billy needs to make a positive deposit big time in that political capital piggy bank um, soon. Hey, Shane, I know you did your thing, but do you ever look at those mobile quarterbacks and wish just for one day you could have done that in your career? Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, I wish I could run like Jaden Daniels. Um, yeah, no, I, you know, if you can run, it, it, can, it can really hurt a defense. But the key is you got to be a good thrower as well. And I think he's a pretty good thrower yeah. of the football. Yeah, for sure. All right, fellas, I'll talk to you later. Take Tony, care. thank you. Yep. Uh, Colonel Tom says, setting the edge has been an ongoing problem, not seeing improvement. The defensive end gets in position without getting inside, and the linebacker or safety fills from the inside. I haven't seen athletic defenders that see and sniff out the play capable of getting in position uh, to make tackles. Uh, let's see. James says, is it possible 
good OCs have enough tape on our defense to know what our scheme is and maybe attack that uh, because they're not quite seasoned enough to make the adjustments necessary to keep them guessing. Kind of a one-trick pony and people have figured out the, the trick. Uh, I don't know if there's any trick to it. There's a weakness to every defense. Even the 85 Bears. You know, people want to go back to the 85 Bears all the time, Steve. They had a weakness. Um, you just got to find that weakness and attack it. Um, and then you got to make plays. I think uh, one thing that's overlooked, too, is and, – and you know this, Steve, whether it's baseball, football, whatever the sport is, some guys just got that it factor and have a knack of how to make plays. And I just don't see that natural knack of making plays. Uh, somebody uh, – uh, I think Williams says that he hopes that um, uh, Napier gets time. And he said, uh, what was Kirby Smart's record – uh, after his first two years uh, at Georgia, uh, you're, you're comparing apples and oranges. Yeah, you are, and because he, he inherited a much better team. Yeah, they won like to, nine or ten to games to start with. Yeah, um, BB says, "Don't understand the timing on firing Fisher. They just shellac state. They finally get all the big money on the same page for the buyout." I, if you listen to the athletic director, mm-hmm. this has been going on for a while. He, yes, and he made it very clear that. He did not think they were, in under his direction, going to get to the top of the mountain. That's, yeah. And how do you? How much money do you think the Gator Collective is going to have to pay to keep Mertz? Uh, that I don't even know what what he's making now. Um, I have no idea. I don't. I don't follow any of that stuff. And then he's a Saints guy. What do you think of Carr and Winston and the offense for the Saints? I have not watched the Saints play one. If it's not on the local channels, I don't I don't get the NFL ticket or whatever it's called, so I've not seen the Saints play. Mike says, nice to see some fight out of the defense for the first time in over four years, but they're poorly conditioned. I don't know about that. How do you know that? that, that yeah. when, when I hear that, how in the world would somebody know that? I will just say this. Every strength co- – like I, I say it all the time on your show, not one strength coach has some special – deal that he does that the other teams don't now you may take something that's illegal to help you but everybody pretty much has the same conditioning program everybody has the same olympic lifts or whatever they do on their you know all season during season so sometimes you just ain't very good and then the players weren't used to giving that kind of effort so they couldn't maintain it the program was in a lot of trouble and the person responsible is the athletic director the gator defense has been an embarrassment for four years Big changes on the staff have to happen. Napier's been here for two years, still can't manage the clock. Florida's losing recruits. But I'm sure fans will be blamed for it. Shoot the messenger. Why would fans be blamed for it? Uh, because that's Mike's thing, uh. that everybody blames the fans. <laughs> um, Lee says, I think a huge slice of the pious players and a smaller slice is poor coaching and mistakes. That being said, biggest fear with Napier's slow, strip it down, build it up over a five-year process is if you have five or six win seasons, you might get the buy. You might not get the buy-in from current players, fans, media, etc. We just lost two huge recruits. I know it's part of the deal, but it happened after we gave up 1,700 yards over three weeks. Can Napier get better at scheming decisions, get a few more wins, regardless of not having five stars everywhere, a la Kiffin, Elko, Freeze, Heupel, guys who create mismatches and advantages offensively and defensively? Is this a sign that it's falling apart? Well, first, the complaint was offense. It's funny now, we don't hear that complaint anymore. Mm-hmm. Now the complaint is defense. And I get that, and the head coach is responsible for the whole enchilada. Mm-hmm. But what are your thoughts there? 
Uh, did he bring up clock management? Or uh, somebody else did. I think somebody else did. Yeah. Yes. Um, that that is not just the head coach. The head coach, if he's in there calling plays, we have a million other people over there should be looking at the twenty five second clock to let them know let's let's get out there and get the play going. But look, I and we talked about losing recruits. There's nothing you can do as a fan. There's nothing Billy Napier can do other than recruit his tail off. If that kid decides to go elsewhere, you can only you can only sign twenty five of them. Am I, am I not wrong? Right there, Steve, twenty five. Okay, yep. and you're going to win some, and you're going to lose you're some. Lose some. And in today's world, it basically has nothing to do, maybe with the coaching or giving up a million points. It could be, hey, buddy, how would you like this five hundred thousand dollar check instead of the hundred thousand dollars you were going to get or whatever. Larry has an interesting email. He says, I listened to Coach Napier's presser a bit ago. Would you please translate for me what he said? It all seemed like coach speak to me. Thanks. And he says, go, uh, Miara O'Neill. Yeah, Shaq's daughter's going to come here and play. Well, she's committed. Yeah. Not, she ain't signed. So yeah. let's. No, I think she did sign. I thought that, but I'll, I'll double check that. Um, but see, Maybe Shaq can help with our NIL program. Yeah. Here's what happens, I think, when it comes to Coach Napier, Larry. If he were winning games, no one would care what he says. Mm-hmm. No one would say it's coach speak. No one would say that, right? But because he is measured in what he says, and he's not Lane Kiffin, he's not glib. Um, I mean, when anybody say Nick Saban is a great orator, he's not. But nobody cares because the guy wins. So I think that's part of it. Uh, Tony said, somebody said, Daniel's developed his athleticism to mimic your style, Shane. Uh, I guess my solace is LSU straight up beat us instead of putting, pulling the game out of their butts. What do you guys think LSU football's future looks like the next two or three years? Well, they're not going to have Jaden Daniels. I don't know if they're going to have neighbors. Is he eligible to go to the NFL draft, the wide out? I think. And I don't uh, – you know, they got two so-called superstars on defense – uh, well, they got to recruit to that. They're four and zero. They're terrible on defense yeah. too. Yeah, they'll be a different team. You know, if if Nussmeier is going to be their guy next year, he don't he can't run run a lick. It's going to be pure drop back. So we'll see how that all transpires. But um, I don't know what the question was. I can't remember about LSU's future. And I mean, look, Brian Kelly has done a nice job at Notre Dame. And first year at LSU, he gets to the SEC championship game, and they might go nine and three, which is not a bad year. Mm-hmm. But I do think you lose, you know, some big time people, and his question is going to be, how do we fix the defense? It's not good well, at all. The one kid, that, you know, we lost the two commits. One's from Mississippi going to Auburn. The other one is a DB going to Texas. Okay, so the home state team ain't even getting him in Louisiana. Uh, Steven says if we end up five and seven this year with a rugged schedule next year, finish six and six or seven and five. Please tell me you feel Coach Napier won't be fired. He needs a minimum of four years to show significant improvement. Well, none of us know the answer to any of that. Yeah. We don't make that decision. VC says Daniels might be the best quarterback in America, but Jefferson carved the defense up also. Arky scored three and seven points the two games before and after, but 39 against us. Is there anything that can be done scheme-wise temporarily that doesn't include just playing better to somehow give us a better chance of beating Missouri or FSU? Hmm. I think we have a better chance of beating the semis than we do Missouri. Yeah, I do too. Florida State is not – I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I, I They've struggled way too much 
we, we could beat them here. Adrian says there are players on this team, especially on defense, that should have stuck with baseball and basketball in high school. <laughs> Simply not cut out for this life. Like the Coastal Carolina coach said a few years back, we need some dogs. We got a bunch of cats. <laughs> Meow. Uh, okay. We don't know if those other guys played any other sports. Yeah. That may be their problem. Uh, the more sports, the better. And uh, speaking of that, Florida, Florida State, 7 o'clock. There'll be a night game. Another one here. Thank goodness it's home, though. Greg says, after watching Florida's D get burnt all night at LSU, do you or Shane honestly believe Florida's D will be able to consistently stop Mizzou's star running back, Schrader? Um, he's good. Now, he. what's crazy is his story is phenomenal. I don't know. The Gator fans probably don't know it. He was a walk-on who transferred from Truman, Truman State, State or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tim says, last time we had legit talent on the defensive line was under Muschamp. Fowler, Sharif, Floyd, Easley were studs. It'll take booster money, unlike anything we've ever seen, to get this level of talent there again. I think I have to agree with that. 114, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Trot Kirschmar. Gators football is preparing for its next game at Missouri following a 17-point loss at LSU. While the offense put up an impressive performance, the defense could not get off the field, giving up 701 total yards, the most in program history. In other Florida football news, the November 25th game against FSU will be at 7 on ESPN. On to the hardwood, where the Florida women's basketball team will host Florida A&M tonight. After starting the season 2-0, the Gators will look to keep the hot start going. Coverage begins right here at 740. The Gators received some good news off the court as well, with Miara O'Neal, youngest daughter of Shaquille O'Neal, committing to Florida. The 6'4 Miara brings a post presence much like her father, making her the number 33 overall prospect in the 2024 class. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Trock Kirschman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Purchasing a vehicle is a big deal, right? It's money involved. You want to get a car or a truck or whatever it is that you really like, and it hopefully will last you a long time and be relatively maintenance-free. Well, the people at Southeast Car Agency know this, and they understand that the purchase of a vehicle is a big deal to you. That's why their sales staff never pressures you, never tries to hard sell you. They'll work with you to make sure you look at and purchase the vehicle you want at the price point that you're willing to pay. You can go online, secars.com, check out the vehicles that way, or go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue, and you can test drive the vehicles, eyeball them for yourself, and their sales staff will help answer any questions you might have. I've been a customer of Southeast Car Agency for a long time. I'm driving one of their vehicles now and have for years. And don't forget, when you go see them in person, you tell them, Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. So I have been in the operating room most of my career watching people have orthopedic surgery, watching people get knees replaced, hips replaced, shoulders fixed, and I knew there had to be a better way. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director for QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in non-invasive regenerative treatments for pain relief. I see so many people who could have been helped before they got to the operating room if only they had known about regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, a natural alternative that uses your body's own healing process 
properties to help restore and repair damaged joint tissue, providing long-lasting relief without drugs, surgery, or downtime. Well, it feels great when I do get to see somebody who we help, who I know I kept out of the operating room. It's amazing how we change people's lives without surgery. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. Gary's Tackle Box, Gainesville's destination for fishing equipment and supplies for over 30 years, is now having one giant retirement sale. Find huge savings on all your favorite brands on sale now through November 22nd before they close their doors forever. Incredible store-wide discounts on rods, reels, lures, apparel, sunglasses, and more. Don't miss it. Gary's Tackle Box Retirement Sale for discounts on everything you need for a successful catch. And from everyone at Gary's Tackle Box, thanks for fishing with us. The Florida Department of Corrections is hiring. You could earn a starting salary of almost $50,000 plus up to a $6,000 hiring bonus at select institutions. We have immediate openings throughout Florida. No experience is necessary and all training is provided. Officers receive a salary and are immediately eligible for benefits, including health insurance and the college tuition waiver on day one of your new career. Text apply to DCJOB or visit FLDOCjobs.com to apply today. The head ball coach scores again. Steve Spurrier's head beer coach, 1966 American Lager, is now available everywhere at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Smooth and refreshing with just enough of a crisp finish. Also available at most places you buy beer. If you don't see it, ask for it. A beer made by Gators for Gators. Make a great play and enjoy a cold one today. Steve Spurrier's head beer coach, 1966 American Lager. Please drink responsibly. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Silverback Concrete knows you only have one chance to make a building that holds up to the highest standard, and that's why they're the number one choice. You stand on it, we stand by it. Silverback Concrete's got your back. Welcome back. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Top Jimmy, hello. Hey, good afternoon, Mr. Russell. Hey. Long time uh, non-participant. Apologies. Uh, had a bout of uh, unemployment and homelessness, and I've recovered from both of those situations. So. Good, good to hear that. And uh, glad to uh, uh, discover your simulcast on our U.S. too, man. Uh, so um, I know everything's basically let's figure out what happened Saturday night. But uh, if I can quickly say tip of the cap to Bochy and the Rangers, um, the guy knows how to win World Series, doesn't he? Yep. Um, to what was it four? He did it three. What With the Giants? Three out of five years. Yep. Three out of five years in San Fran, and then he comes to Arlington and they lose a hundred, and he turns the team around and they're back. Uh, back on top mm-hmm. so um napier referred to it in his opening statement in his press conference one stop one sustained drive away from florida had the lead late or mid third quarter wasn't it 28 24 yes and then got outscored 28 to 7 to for the game to close out so and uh the arkansas game you know 
who knows? That's a, when you get overtime in any kind of a game like that, it's a coin flip. If you don't, if you don't score a touchdown, chances well, are you aren't going to win. Well, so you, well, no, no. See, I disagree with that because the reason we took the lead is because they fumbled a uh, uh, kickoff return. That's uh, true. They I also they also that. had four downs from the one yard line didn't score, and they also turned it over. On, I mean, they could have scored sixty something if they wanted. Oh, you, you really feel okay? I do All believe right. that. I mean, the, I mean, the chances of stopping them four plays from the one, I mean, I knew – I even said, I was like, this is going to be zone read. He's going to pull it and walk at the end zone. He kept handing it off. Um, right. But, if, yeah, I mean, they had three possessions that they didn't score on that they gave us opportunities. But I hear what you're saying. I mean, yeah, you want to score touchdowns and not kick field goals or whatever. I mean, look, we are what we are, but offense is not the problem. I got you, Shane. I, and and good day to you, sir, as well. All right. Thank um, speaking, got to be quick. Yep. Speaking of kicking field goals, Jaguars got uh, shellacked Sunday, and that was uh, embarrassing to see. But uh, the 49ers are potentially a, a Super Bowl champion. All right. Yep. Thank you, Jimmy, for your call. Well, I mean, one game. The, the Niners have been struggling before that. And then. Yeah, I mean, it's the NFL. Every game is different. All right. Todd says, Merch seems to be in scramble mode a lot. Do you think he can, should identify to run more as our line seems to collapse on almost every pass play? Uh, I listened to Napier discuss attrition, future expectations, and NIL impact. We appear to have some great skill players coming in to help. Can you give your thoughts on how you think he focuses on building the O and D lines, either through the portal, et cetera? Are we lacking uh, recruits, strength, conditioning? <laughs> what are we lacking the most? Interior linemen on both sides of the ball. And I think difference makers on defense. Yeah, I mean, you offensively you got great skill guys. I've said it, but you got to have some linemen on both sides of the ball, linebackers, guys that that make make a difference, as you stated. Tim says last time we had legit talent. The DL was under Muschamp, which he already said, uh, and I already read that. Uh, Andy in Gainesville, Travis Kelsey went to Argentina during the Chiefs' bye week to see Taylor Swift, and. Hard to believe NFL teams allow players to leave the country. You're, they don't care what you do. Yeah. How did you spend your bye weeks? Uh, I don't away? even know if we had bye weeks when I played. That's that's kind of a newer thing. If I did, I probably just played golf or something or probably came back to Florida. Jeff says, uh, I, get, I rarely get on the blame the refs bandwagon, but he watched the replay from several angles, uh, the play with uh, Jackson. Yeah, I, I, I was shocked at that. Yeah. I thought it was a bad call. I did see the ball moved a little bit, but I thought he had his hand it underneath it. And see, that's that's what's right and that's what's wrong about replay. Okay. I suppose though, t- take whatever glasses you have, whatever team you root for, right? There was a bobble there. Mm-hmm. And I can understand why the call was overturned based on technology now. But Shane, that's a catch, you know. But we're getting so in yep. the weeds now with these replays that you have to make that call because you have the use of the replay. Yeah. Am I wrong in that? No, I agree. But you're, I mean, I, Jeff, I understand. Larry says first football game was in '69. I've been a football season ticket holder for 46 years now. Never seen our program in such a mess with no end in sight. Um, Wait, see, he, when did he start being a Gator fan? 1969-70. All right, so he saw some bad football teams. Uh, did you see the end in sight at low 10 and 1? Because <laughs> there were some years there 
78, 79, 80. Uh, it's not the 78, 79. Anyway, um, looking forward to the winter and spring sports and wishing them much success. I have to put football in my rearview mirror for this year, but wish them well in the offseason. Why? I don't understand that. So fandom, I guess, then, is based on winning or losing. So if you win, you're, you're engaged. If you lose, ah, I'm going to spring sports. Yeah. That's, I, I don't know. I'm old school when it comes to that. Sorry, folks. Tommy says, take away quarterback explosive plays. Gators played well. Next two games have running quarterbacks also. In your opinion, what's the best strategy to defend against running quarterbacks? Get to the quarterback. Yeah. And it's hard when you're when you're rushing and you know lanes develop, that's And I and I, I firmly believe that Jaden Daniels and Jalen Milrow, if you watch them play, on some of these pass plays, they don't look him they just drop back, kind of sit there for a second, fill a rushing lane and go. They don't even look downfield to throw it. Don says, not to be repetitive, I recall at the beginning of the season, Utah, Tennessee, et cetera, all the talk, how deep our defensive line is. I don't know who said that. I don't know who said that. Playing eight and nine players is the problem on defense. Youth, talent, are all the above. The youth, I get it, but we've played – how many games we played now? Nine or ten? Ten? That's over with. Uh, Bobby says – if you magically had the keys to the program, what would you do differently starting tomorrow than Napier? You don't have to go down the rabbit hole, but I'd love to hear your thoughts as an overview. I would do whatever I possibly could to improve the offensive line and the front seven on defense. Uh, Andrew, do we have low IQ players on defense? I don't get it. Starting to wonder if it's half talent. Half these players are low IQ or poorly coached. What does low IQ mean? Uh, something doesn't add up with this defense. People say get better talent. I'm thinking these kids are lost out there. Daniel's talented, but man, looks like a Madden video game out there. Well, uh, he obviously hasn't watched LSU play any other games. I was just going to say, it isn't like he did it against Florida and nobody He's else. Done it. He did it against Alabama until yeah. he got knocked out. Uh, Monty says, I believe the overturn pass to Khalil was significant. It crushed momentum in a critical part of the game. Personally, I think we got robbed on the call. It was a huge uh, momentum swing yes. or whatever you want to call it because I can't. Were we? I think we were down by a score. They we end up having a punt, and then three plays later, it's a two possession game. Derek, hello. Hey guys, uh, I just got one question. Um, Shane said something a, a little bit ago about we have a great offense. I mean, Trey Wilson, Etn Johnson. My question is, will those guys get sick and tired of not winning and? Hit the transfer portal. I'll hang up the list. Thank, Thank you. God. You can answer that question. We'd be, mm-hmm. you know, th- see, that's, and, and it's funny, Shana, I'm sure on your show and here, I, I get asked that almost every day. And the answer to that is we don't know. First of all, there are so many intangibles here, right? You have to, in this day and age, not only recruit for your team but recruit your team yeah. as it currently sits. That's why these people, you know, that t- call my show, we need Brian Johnson as the offense. Brian Johnson ain't coming to the damn uh, college ranks. Why? You're going to see more and more college coaches. If they get an opportunity to go to the pros, they're going to go, even if they take a huge pay cut because now they can just go coach football. They don't have to worry about all the nonsense that you have to do in college athletics. Yep. 
129. Time check brought to you by Hayes Shirley. Final half hour. Still have time to hear from you. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. One other thing that I like about Exceptional Dentistry compared to other practices I've been to is it's one practice. From soup to nuts, whatever I need in terms of my dental care, I know that they're going to be accountable and responsible to what services they're providing for me. Other practices that I've dealt with over the years, I felt like I had to triangulate, whether it be someone extracting and another person implanting. Here, it it is a one-stop party shop. You're gonna get every level of care that you need in terms of your dental care. I've become a new person since uh, all of these treatments have started. I'm extremely pleased with the time and the money investment that that I've made into this. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Sports is about overcoming obstacles. This is Ernie Johnson, Jr., and those are the stories I love to tell in the broadcast booth. But the courage of college athletes is more than matched by another group of young men the boys fighting Duchenne muscular dystrophy. It's the most prolific genetic killer diagnosed in childhood, and there's no cure. But college football coaches are doing something about it, and you can help. It's called Coach to Cure MD. Text the word CURE to 501-501 to donate $25 on your next mobile phone bill, or go online at coachtocuremd.org. Text the word CURE to 501-501 today. Help college football coaches cure MD. You'll be proud you did. Sponsored by the American Football Coaches Association. Texting and data rates may apply. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge auto repair shop. Now looking for qualified auto mechanics to join their growing team. If you're a self-motivated worker with an attitude for excellence, Bush Auto Repair is looking for you. Enjoy competitive pay and a family working environment where they've been keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call 352-372-0372. That's 372-0372 now or at ChuckBushAutoRepair.com. Whether the game is home or away, Gator fans have been going places. Take your Gator pride everywhere with UF's newly designed license plate. Your plate purchase supports UF and first-generation student scholarships. And don't forget, Florida residents can collect a $25 Gator Plate rebate. Visit ufplates.com to learn more. Upgrade to a UF specialty plate today. And remember, wherever you go, go Gators! Is your HR department overwhelmed? What about payroll? Are you having a hard time finding quality workers' compensation? You need WHR Associates. WHR Associates provides a pay-as-you-go workers' compensation program with a low deductible. Employee benefits, payroll, and workers' compensation management will be handled with ease. No client is too small. Visit whrassociates.com for a free no-obligation quote. Call now, 800-869-5606, 800-869-5606. 
from the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Gray skies hanging around today. Temperatures on the cooler side only getting into the lower to mid-70s. We'll have a breeze develop as well, gusting to about 15 miles an hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy skies. Lows tomorrow morning in the upper 50s and lower 60s. Even more gusty tomorrow afternoon with winds to about 20 miles an hour. High temperatures tomorrow in the lower to mid-70s. From UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah! And oh, by the way, Texas A&M fired Jimbo Fisher. That was after a win, folks. Uh, Jimbo, can I? Can we see you? You have a golden parachute. Uh, we can't get out from underneath that, and I hope you enjoyed that. I don't understand. We won. What, yeah, what do you we, mean? We, we won, but we lost by signing you to that contract. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Coach Steve Spurry, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Looking for the best pizza in town? Head on over to see Kyle at Leonardo's Mill Hopper. The pizza and garlic nights are incredible. Make sure you tell him Shane sent you. Welcome back to Sports Scene. 392-8255. You can email us, Russell, at WRUF.com. Uh, Jesse Palmer has the television uh, for this. Jesse. Uh, Missouri. Jesse. Um, but he did say something on my show that Dean is going to relate to here. And I remember thinking, hmm. He said, Jesse said our Dean line wasn't good. They were elite. And he did say, he used that word. Lost credibility, in my opinion. Does anybody know what he was seeing that I can't see? Well, the only other game he's done with us was after Tennessee. Did we play, we'd go straight to Kentucky after Tennessee, or did we have a game in between? I should know that. Well, regardless, he, that was the only game he's done for us because I saw him in the press box. Maybe they looked elite rushing the passer against Tennessee and Joe Milton. But Joe Milton is nowhere near the quarterback what we've, we saw last week. Williams says, uh, do you think in the final two games we have a chance to beat Missouri or FSU? Of the four teams in the playoff as of today, how far do you think FSU and Georgia can go in the playoffs? I'm not convinced FSU is getting in the playoffs, Steve, even if they're undefeated. Uh, I believe – some of the one-loss teams in the Pac-12 or the Big Big 12 uh, might surpass them because of how weak the strength of schedule is for Florida State. The, the downside to this is they play what, some cupcake this week and then play a Florida team that might be 5-6. and six. Right, and then they play Louisville, who's, who could now – they could lose to Louisville. Yeah. Louisville's a solid football team, yeah. and he can dial up some ball plays. Yeah, that if they beat them, that it, but but we got to see what happens on the the other stuff. What if what if Alabama beats Georgia? Right, you know that really upsets the apple cart, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, okay, Allen was at the game, I guess, the other night, and Allen like, there's no way I can read all this because you wrote me like war and peace here. Um, but he says uh, Napier distances himself from the team. But more importantly, the OC, I'm going to have you comment. The OC needs to call the game from the press box level 
and understand how to stress a defense by seeing the opponent's levels, alignments of how they're scheming and why? Yeah, well, there's a lot of people that call plays from the sideline. Tons. Uh, guy, your guy did. Yeah, Lane calls it. Uh, Lincoln Riley does. Um, there's a lot of people. So I don't, I don't quite agree with that. Um, nobody better like, than Spurrier in drawing up plays in the dirt. We clearly don't have that. Almost felt we had uh, too many coaches in the kitchen at times, and in contrast on the sidelines, our units are compartmentalized in these quads, thus it lacks on-field energy. Uh, almost all teams do that. Yep. They, the O-line has their certain little area. They stand in. Receivers are here. Running backs are there. So, that, look, are we potent on offense? No. We're good enough on offense, though, people. Again, that ain't the issue. Yep. Uh, he says we're soft. He watched Strickland. Tremendous quagmire brewing here. I would say he's close to dead man walking. Uh, he and Napier both. Billy's kids play for him. I see it, but they don't fear him. What does that mean? I don't know. That might be a product of the NIL era. Other than that, we're a bottom-tier SEC squad. The ride's going to be bumpy for a while. Um, let me ask you this, Shane. If I said to you today, where in the hierarchy is Florida in the SEC? And it changes week to week. But tell me... Who is above Florida? Georgia, Alabama, Alabama LSU. LSU is Ole Miss. Uh, I would say from win, just because their their wins and losses. Yes, I, I don't know. Um, you know, because I, I hear people always talking to me about Lane Kiffin, and I think Lane's a tremendous play caller. But if you look at their schedule, Florida would have a m- much better record right now if we played their schedule. Even though Arkansas beat Florida. I still think Florida's better. Florida's better. better. Yeah. Mississippi State, Florida's better. Mm-hmm. Uh, Missouri's better than us right now. Yep. Vanderbilt, no. South Carolina, no. no. Kentucky? Probably about the same. About the same. Yeah. So, you know, middle of the pack, mm-hmm. sort of. Um, Jeff says, can you explain how the portal works? Do you have to wait until a player enters the portal to contact them, or can you contact players who are probably good but not starting for the prospective teams and recruit them into the portal. I think that's probably illegal. I'd like to hear it from you. Uh, I don't know the exact rules you may do, but he is correct. I think there's a certain date. I, I want to say you can go into the portal. It actually opens sometime in December, I believe. Uh, but if there's a player that you like somewhere else that you would love to be on your team, technically you cannot make contact, but – they hey call so and so's brother who knows that coach to talk to that pl- you know there, there's ways to do it yeah there are ways to do it um, okay now uh, oh and uh, Joe said is it a big deal that the two uh, kids flip their commitments I don't worry about it uh, I don't get into recruiting uh, the, look you're wasting your time if you worry about recruiting because kids are going to change their mind it's no different than in your job if IBM was going to pay you or this car dealership was going to pay you this amount to work for them, and then the car dealership across country offered you more money, you're probably going to go with the money. And that's what recruiting is today. Yeah, and and it's interesting, too. um, When you look at the whole gamut of recruiting and what you have to do now, I said this last week, Shane, nobody is naive enough to think that bags of money were not given to players to come to a school. There were. 
Correct. Okay, let's just it's it's been going on correct since whatever. Okay? I'm mad I didn't get any. Yeah. <laughs> so that's been going on. Now it's more formalized. Now it's where you can go on a website and see, you know, Graham Merch is making six hundred thousand dollars through NIL. Okay. Which is crazy. Which is nuts. That's more than I made ever it's in nuts. the NFL. It's not and that's not a high figure. No, it's not. I mean And he's played well enough. He he he's earned his money. Yeah. And I can tell you this because of the only reason why Spencer Rattler stayed at Carolina because they up they ponied up more money for him in the portal. Mm-hmm. That's or in the NIL. That's the way the game is played now. It and, just is. And don't be surprised, Steve whether it's on our team or A&M or any other teams in the league that you're familiar with, you know, fans are used to these names, going to a team that might have be in contention to win a national title. I have said that. Look at uh, Ra-Ra Thomas from Mississippi State was their best receiver. And is it Dominic Lovett from Missouri? Missouri. Or the starting wide receivers from yep. Georgia. Yeah. I, I've been saying that forever, Shane, that that hasn't changed. Okay. When players, let's go back to your time, okay? If a player transferred, 99% of the time it was because it was not that for whatever the reason that player was not given an opportunity. Correct. Right? And he thinks, hey, I can, I'm better, so if I can't play here, I'll go play over there. And nobody really questioned that because a kid wants to play. That's what, you, it's what you're in college to do. You want to play. That's fine. That hasn't changed. That's not changed. There are some players now, but now what's changed is not playing, it's playing for a championship. And still getting paid. And that's what's changed. Yeah. That you know, before it was playing time. Well, Lovett got playing time. Rob Thomas got playing time, mm-hmm. right? But they knew they weren't going to win a national championship, so I'll go here and I'll get paid too. For them, win-win, yep. right? Yep. Let's get Jeff quickly here. Hi, Jeff. Hey, uh, you guys were just talking about the uh, NIL money, and uh, I found a website, and I think I sent it to you, uh, Yep, Steve. you did. I got it. Uh, and I was disappointed to see that we have one player in the top 100 that gets any NIL money. Uh, and you see the top players and the kind of money they're making. Is that really the root of our problem? That We're just we're losing the money arms race. I'll let you answer, and I'll hang up. Thanks. Okay, thank you, Jeff. Well, so who is the, Graham was the only guy? Yeah. And out of 100 players in America? Yeah. I, I mean, but how do they know what these players are making? Well, I, I don't know. That's, that's what I don't know. Yeah. But there are websites that show that. Um, look, that is a big problem, but it isn't. You, you can rec- – it is my belief that if you recruit – Solidly, because Kirby Smart still does it old school. No, he yeah, because he's gonna he knows because of what they've done since he's taken over all the national titles they competed. They've won two, uh, have a chance to win three this year. He's gonna get the top notch players because they want to come play, play for him because he's seen how many people's put in the league and there's all all kinds of factors. Yeah, and they pick and choose yeah. at spots yes. where portal guys come in but he he still does it and he's admitted he said i would rather still get a kid at a young age groom him coach him develop him within my program and i think most coaches would probably agree Mm -hmm. to that 
144. Time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Final segment, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ainsley Davis. In Gator football news, the SEC has announced that the Florida State game on November 25th will be at 7 p.m. on ESPN. Moving to the court, Gator women's basketball is at home tonight, hosting Florida A&M in the O-Dome. The Gators are off to a great start this season with a 2-0 record. Catch coverage of tonight's game right here at 740. In men's basketball, the Gators are recovering from their narrow loss to Virginia on Friday and preparing for their home game tomorrow night, also against Florida A&M. And in Gators Volleyball, Florida won a road match yesterday against Alabama, sweeping them 3-0. Florida will be on the road again later this week as they play at Missouri on Friday night. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ainsley Davis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. In the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Attention, Florida healthcare workers. Hey, it's Steve Russell with money-saving news for you. My Healthcare Federal Credit Union is now FICARE Federal Credit Union. Same location and great service with benefits that fit your lifestyle. Try our fixed-rate Visa card, an unsecured loan, or home equity loan. Use our concierge auto-buying service, and FICARE will lower your rate by 0.25%. And buy a green vehicle and save up to 0.5%. Why wait? Switch today. FICARE Federal Credit Union online at FICAREFCU.org. Are you busy with work, family, and after-school activities? Give your kitchen the night off and let Miapa do the cooking for you. With scrumptious comfort food and a variety of family meals for all sizes and palates, everyone is picking up dinner from Miapa. Stop by the Jonesville location or the Alachua and Gainesville staples. Order ahead at www.miapalatincafe.com and pick up from any one of their three locations or drive through for your meal at the Jonesville and Gainesville locations. Miapa Latin Cafe, home of the best family meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And don't forget about their award winning coffee that's always made with Cuban love and available from sunrise to late night. Worn out tires are a danger to you, your passengers, and other drivers. TireRack.com reminds you to inspect your tires regularly. Grab a quarter, stick it in the tread, and if you can see the top of Washington's head, it's time to replace. Go to my page, TireRack.com slash Dan. Use the Tire Decision Guide to find the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Han Cook tires and tread confidently. TireRack.com. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. You know, in today's world, it seems like the best treatment is reserved for only a few. 
Well, Discover wants to change all of that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability. That means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in your life, you'll feel special with Discover. You can learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations do apply. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. At Titan Mariah, no insurance is no problem, and Titan Mariah has the same-day scheduling available. Call them up. Start feeling better today. That's TitanMariah.com. Okay, let's go to our last set of calls and emails today. Uh, Brad says, oh, I'm I'm sorry, Lucas says, I agree with Shane, think we can beat the Knolls at home. Swamp's going to be nuts under the lights. Uh, John from St. Augustine, Shane, can you give us any hope our team will be better next year? (laughs) Uh, I would hope. I mean, you know, there's a lot of factors that play into that. Do um, you got to improve your your interior guys? Do all our skill guys stay? I think the only one that's eligible to go to the draft would be Ricky Pearsall. But that doesn't mean they're all going to come back. The other thing that I think is hard to figure too, and I'm guilty of this. I understand the schedule, right? But all those teams too will undergo change. Yeah. Who do they get in the portal to mm-hmm. make them better? Who do they lose that hurts them? And here's the other thing. You know, I, I remember when people, you do your preseason picks or whatever, you know, Tennessee, this this is a few years back, Tennessee's got 17 starters back out of their 22, and they'd won like three games or something. Sometimes that's not good that you got starters coming back. Right. So, you know, everybody talks about we're young and they need another year. We may not want them playing anymore. Yeah, and and that's what's so hard, because look what UCF did the other day at Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. You never uh, Oklahoma State probably beats them eight out of ten times on that one. You know, coming off the high after they they were flat as pancakes, yep. and they got smoked. So you, that's what's hard to gauge. All you can really do, I think, when to answer that question is okay, what was the roster like this year? What does it look like next year? What did you do to improve your football team and only your football team? But then what do the other teams do? Mm-hmm. Because the other teams you play may have done something better or more. Yep. That doesn't mean you didn't improve. Maybe they improved more. So that's why I keep telling everybody climbing the mountain is not as easy as it used to be. Uh, all right, we got about uh, seven or eight minutes left. I got a couple of more emails. Shane, let me get to a couple things here. And if you have a call you want to get in, you can. Um, if tomorrow we'll do this uh, at eleven o'clock with Coach Burrier, but would FSU drop out of your top four? They were out of my top four. Okay, so they wouldn't be in it now. No, I thought Miami beat them. Beat them. I thought Miami played that game really hard with zero offense. Um, but, yeah, they're not in my top four. Okay. And it has nothing to do with them being a rival of ours. I just don't think my, – my eyes tell me they're not as good as the other teams I've seen. And then it's interesting, if Arkansas fires Sam Pittman – So it's not official yet? Nope. 
at least it wasn't airtime. It's a may look look at you know I always talk about week to week. Yeah. Right. You you hadn't won a league game. You come here and you score thirty something points, and you think well a new coordinate. At home, it was twenty-one nothing before they, the fans even sat down. Yep, and you remember, was it last year or year before they were dancing? You know, they ju- he turned the jukebox on in the locker rooms and stuff. It's, yeah, they're going to fire him. And it's, Gus Malzahn will be their next head coach. You think? Well, he's got Arkansas ties. He does. Yeah. Which, if he wants to get back in the league, yep. yeah. Um, all right, a couple of emails here. Uh, Matthew. Said okay, that's a good question here, Shane. He, it's long, but he basically says next year with Billy Napier is obviously a critical year. Is it a matter of number of wins? Is it a matter of seeing improvement? What, what's gonna he, his 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 question is what's gonna satisfy Gator fans next year that they're going in the right direction? It's always number of wins, isn't well, it? Well, I would say so, but I, I guarantee even if we would have beaten Arkansas, people. They, they look at that as like a loss, even if you would have won it. I think they just want to see score every time you touch the ball, <laughs> shut every team out. Now we have improvements, Steve. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, what, that's how people look at it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, David wants to know from you, Shane. He said, is, do you watch, he said, do you watch much NFL? If you do, do you like the state of the game? Well, I wish I was still in the NFL uh, a lot of these backups getting to play, and they make a lot of money. Uh, it's some bad quarterback play. I, I tweeted, the New York Giants are the worst NFL team I've ever I seen in my you, lifetime. I saw you tweet that. They really are. Yeah. They can't stop anybody, and they're, they're they're worse than your team on offense, Steve. They're bad. That's saying something. They are awful. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like the NFL. I, I really like watching the 49ers when Kyle Shanahan starts dialing them up. He is so creative. It's fun to watch. That – Yesterday, Brock Purdy was really good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Jags just had a bad day, let, let's face it. Yeah. But when they're clicking. Oh, he is so creative. Yeah. Moving guys around yeah. and the motions. Spreading the ball. Yeah. Different dudes, right? And Purdy's a cool, calm, collected dude. And you know what's great about what they do? I mean, obviously, McCaffrey's their horse. They get him the ball. But they get it to him in a wide variety. He's a threat out of the What's crazy is one, one formation I saw, they had Debo at tailback and they had McCaffrey out at wide, at wide receiver. receiver. Yeah. So they, I mean, they, they are creative in what they do. Um, I want to end with us. If you have a quick call or email you want to get in, you can. But Shane, I, I want to look ahead here and I want to talk about a couple of things here. It's obvious to me. Oh, here's one question here. Uh, have you had any contact with Trent Whittemore? Uh, has he not been seeing playing time at UCF? Uh, he and my son are very close. I've not spoken with Trent, though. I've not either. Um, here's the thing. Nobody now, or very few, are calling complaining about the offense. Thank goodness. Right? It has gotten better. I still think, though, there are times, if you disagree, fine, where I, I'm always the type of guy that looks at the end of a game at targets. Mm-hmm. You know, how many times does Florida target a guy? And sometimes, let's say it's 10. Well, in Florida's case, I think they target Wilson a lot and then just completely go away from him for a while. Am I wrong? No, I, I agree. And, and I, I don't know the answer. But what I'm thinking is, you know, Billy tries to do that very early. 
get everybody involved, and then he goes back to his philosophy. We've got to run the football. Now you see Montreal and ETN get all the touches. Um, and, and ETN's – I mean, Montreal – I think a lot of people don't give Montreal a lot of credit because he he's not explosive or flashy as ETN, but, boy, his feet in the hole sometimes, he makes unbelievable cuts, and he just runs over people. They're both really good running backs, but I, I'm with you. If we could target those guys like the entire game, um, I we got good guys over there, man. I I just I still look at our skill. I think it's pretty good. I do too. And and look, the defense has something to do with that too. Once in a while, I mean, yeah. they, they get they're trying to do things too. But it just seems like you hear Wilson's name a lot, and mm-hmm. then you don't hear it for a while. But look. It's an embarrassment of riches sometimes if you can have a Pearsall, if you can have and, – and Graham Mertz. I, I, it's in the postgame show the other night, I actually got floors going to be better with Lagway. And it will be interesting to see – let's assume Mertz stays, right? Will we see packages for him? Because Mertz isn't a runner, let, let's be honest right. about it. So I wonder if they give him some packages a la Tebow when he was a freshman. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to see. I mean, you know, people – Shoot with the year Graham's had, there may be a, a a team out there that needs a a veteran quarterback. They may offer him more money. You don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And last question: the the word culture is tossed around a lot, but it must not be easy when you are losing like this. You were actually there. I thought the effort by the effort by Florida was good. They all went out. When the band played at the end, they were all there. That tells me this is not a splintering team. That that tells me they're still engaged. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I do. I, I think they got pretty good leadership on this team, uh, and it starts at the quarterback position. I mean, he he's done everything you can ask a, a guy to do, and you know, I think Montreal, ETN, Ricky Pearsall. I don't know about the leadership on defense. I probably need to focus on that a little bit more. But offensively. Those guys, they have it under control. I don't think there'll be any issues. All right, tomorrow, don't forget, join us at 11 a.m. inside the huddle. Shaner, the head ball coach, yours truly, and we'll talk more about this tomorrow on the show. I want to ask this question. Would you rather have, I know the answer is both, but would you rather have a successful football program at the expense of, or um, I can't think of the right phrase, of having a program that's good in all sports. That's been brought up a couple times today. I'll get your thoughts on that tomorrow. Thanks to Daniel for producing. We thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.